0: If you like the podcast, The Blessed Beauty Podcast, you'll probably like the vlog, where I just rant and rave about things that changed the game for me in 2023. I've got them all spread out here on my desk. I've got a big box down here to show you. Sipping my chamomile with my one of my very favorite mugs, my Merry Christmas Elvis mug, because let's be honest, when is it not a good time for a Merry Christmas Elvis mug, I, I tell you. So what do I wanna start with first? Why don't I start with my Nespresso machine? Because this thing, I'm telling you, this thing changed it for me in 2023. The Nespresso Virtuo Next. I bought this thing back in September of last year. And I'm the type of person where I save the box for like six months in case I turn disgruntled or it doesn't work and um, I call the company and demand that they take it back. Because I think if you buy something and within the first year, if it conks out or whatever, I'm entitled to a refund, darn it. I will keep my box if need be. But let's talk about the Nespresso Virtual next. I'm gonna insert a picture of it here. This is the one that I have. It's the beautiful white one. Now, first off, it's absolutely gorgeous, okay? And I have to admit, That was the huge prompting for me to want to get this particular one. There's Keurigs. There's lots of, there's the Ninja ones out there. There's lots of really highly rated coffee machines on Amazon, but this one in particular, it was really, really pretty. And I was like... I think I'm going to like the way that's going to look on my counter. I always was saying, I'm never going to buy anything that comes in the pods. I'm not going to do it beyond, you know, all the controversy about how it's bad for the environment, blah, blah, blah. I'm the Folgers green decaffeinated tub at Sam's club kind of coffee drinker. I don't pretend to be a coffee snob. I just like what I like. I usually drink something like a Folgers or the Dunkin' Donuts ground or the McCafe. I'm not this crazy, everything has to be gourmet type of coffee drinker by any means. So what ended up happening and what got me spoiled to want to even try one of these pod deals was this past August, we were in Vancouver with my husband, my twins, my mom, we were visiting family up in the Vancouver, Victoria area, and we were staying in this little cute boutique place in Victoria. They had one of those pod coffee machines in the room. I don't ever use the ground type coffee machines that are in the hotel rooms because I think it's kind of gross. But with the K-Pod ones, you know, each thing is like its own little individual pod. You put it in, you make your coffee, and the machine looked brand new. Like it looked brand stinking new. And the coffee bar was stocked. I mean, they had all these different types of little pods. Don't ask me what the name of that machine was. I have no idea what the name of it was, but I was, okay, I'm going to try this. So every single morning for four days, I would try one pod and then I would try another. And I would have two a day and I went through the rounds of all the different roasts and it was so good. It was so good. It literally tastes like I went to a coffee shop and I was on to something here, I'm on to something, I want to get this at home. I want to get this at home because I'm the person who, I don't go to Starbucks. I do not go to Starbucks because I don't want to pay $7 for a cup of coffee. That is re freaking ridiculous. I'm not going to do it. So. I'll go to McDonald's if I was out and about, or a Dunkin' Donuts if I was out with the kids and they wanted some munchkins or a donut or something. But I'm not that person where I'm going to Starbucks every single day, dropping five, six, seven, eight dollars on coffee. If you spent even just seven dollars every day for a week at Starbucks with tax, you'd be at like 40 bucks. And 40 times four times, you know, four weeks out of the month, that's over $160. It's crazy. Who wants to spend all that money on coffee? So I'm okay. I'm going to research these pod coffee deals. And I saw the Nespresso one. And I mean, look at this thing. It's pretty. It was narrow, so it wouldn't take up a lot of space on the counter. The reviews were really good. So I was okay. I'm going to get it. I'm going to just bite the bullet and get it. And let me tell you, the coffee is really good. But then I ran into a problem that I wasn't really thinking about when I gave in to the fact of how aesthetically pretty this thing is. And that's super expensive pods. So then I was, okay, what am I doing? And of course, get on YouTube, look up videos about refilling Nespresso pods. I found a bunch of videos that told me how to refill these things. And that took a minute. Okay. Let me tell you about these refillable Nespresso pods. They are not the cheapest thing. You buy what's called a sleeve of pods. You pick your flavor and then you buy the sleeve and there's about seven pods per sleeve. These things can run anywhere between $25 if there's a sale all the way up to about $40, depending on if it's a limited edition flavor or whatever. And it's all pretty much consistent, whether you're buying from say Amazon or if you're buying from the Nespresso website. So this is what the pods look like. And this is a refilled pod that I have hacked. So I do not buy pods, y'all. I refill these. And I use, oh god, this stuff is amazing. This is the la. I'm I can't even pronounce this. La a za, la za whatever. It's from Italy, it is Italian Espresso Grind, and that is what I use to refill these. Now, I get about four of these on Amazon through a Subscribe and Save for about $17, and it's amazing, it is so amazing. So what you wanna do, and I will link all of this in the episode description, but what I wanna show you the main things. So. Okay, I'm all over the place. So what you have to do is you have to buy a coffee refill system. You need to get a little system in order to refill these Nespresso pods rather than throw these away. You want to clean them, you want to rinse them, dry them, and then refill them. And what these little refill kits come with is they come with this little holder thing and this holds the pod while you're scooping the grounds in and refilling, okay? So it comes with this holder and a little top. I'll explain what this little mamma jamma does in just a second. So it comes with a scoop. It also comes with a little brush. So if you look at the pod, underneath you'll see all of these dashes. And what these dashes do is they tell the machine what size pod you have and how much water and at what temperature to dispense inside to have it flow through with the little pod so you refill these pods with your grind and get these little sticker labels and you carefully place it and line it up it lines up with the little dot and then you go to seal it don't do that and then you mush down the edges and then you're good to go you don't want to get extra grounds on top of the little grooves before you seal it. So they give you this cute little, it almost looks like an eyeliner brush and you just sweep away the little excess grinds but basically this is what I do. I save a lot of money by refilling it. So how have I liked the machine? Have I liked the machine? It hasn't been without its um, little idiosyncrasies. Sometimes it's kind of temperamental but I'll tell you the the dumb thing that I did that made it temperamental. Well one of the dumb things that I did. What I did was I have this little nook in my kitchen and I had... A power strip plugged into the back in that little nook and then I plugged the machine into that power strip don't do that don't do that because you will get error messages that your machine is overheating and I got those messages and I called Nespresso customer service and I was like hey this machine is three four months old I'm getting all these overheating and error messages so I would like a, a refund and I'm gonna send it back and the guy was, he basically had to talk me off the ledge. Okay, well, let's just explore the options. Cra- crazy lady. And let's see if, you know, figure out what's going on. So we were troubleshooting, da da da, couldn't figure it out. And then I was, hey, I'm plugging it into a power strip. Could that have something to do with it? And he was, bingo lady, that's what it is. Or that's one of the reasons it has to be plugged into a wall. But Long story short, they were actually very nice troubleshooting with me. They even put you on this little video chat while you're troubleshooting and just try to talk you through everything. They have a cleaning function that they recommend that you run that machine through at least once a week, if not every other week. It's just running hot water and flushing hot water through the through the machine. And then the other thing that they have you do is something called a descaling treatment. N- Nespresso themselves make this It's like a pink liquid that you use to descale the machine. I've descaled once in the four months that I've had this machine, well, September to October, October to November, November to December, yeah, I can't count. Four months since I got the machine, it kind of was a beast to do. If you just go on their tutorials on their YouTube channel, the tutorials are garbage they don't tell you anything. It's it's really crazy to try to descale that thing, but there was a YouTube video that I found and there was a comment in the YouTube video. And I don't remember if it was like a description from the video or if it was a comment from just a viewer, but they explained in plain English what you have to do. Because if you see the machine, right? There's a button that just lights up in, in it's a menu. So if it's white, it's working. If it's red, it's not. If it's orange, it's descaling. X amount of flashes mean something. There's no real instructions that are written. It's just all pictures. That's kind of how the Nespresso thing is. They give you this little blinking summary chart to tell you what, what this means and what that means. but. It's not really intuitive, like, say, if you were to look at a regular Mr. Coffee where it tells you time, it tells you grind, whatever. So it's just all this one little button. And half the time, you don't even know what you're doing. So the descaling thing was kind of a pain in the butt. But once I did find out how to do it, it was fairly easy. Yeah, you just only have to descale probably every six months. And that's even if you're using it every single day up to, you know, two, three times a day. I use mine. At least once a day. Sometimes I do two a day if I'm feeling really crazy and psycho and hyped up like how I am right now. Can you tell I did two Nespresso's and now I'm drinking tea? But this tea doesn't have caffeine. Cozy chamomile. Let me take a drink. So hold on. Thank you, Elvis. That was really good. So yeah, the Nespresso machine, I really loved it. And it's really pretty on the counter. It's basically no maintenance at all you just basically run it through that cleaning cycle every other week make sure you've got water in the little holding tank in the back especially when you put a pot in and turn the dang thing on you don't have water it's gonna do an error and it's gonna make weird noises and you're gonna think that you broke it and then you're gonna be freaked out just make sure you put water in the darn thing before you turn it on but anyway The coffee is amazing, amazing. It tastes like you're going to Starbucks, even better in my opinion, because I'm one of those people that think that McDonald's and Dunkin' Donuts coffee tastes better than Starbucks. To me, Starbucks always has a slightly bitter, kind of like burnt taste to it. I don't really care for Starbucks. So I'm gonna show you two things that I love with my Nespresso coffee. These syrups, in particular, syrup okay. My husband tells me that I say sir, syrup weird because I say syrup and he's, it's not syrup, it's syrup. Okay, so syrup, syrup, syrup. I like these two. These are from Chalk Zero. They're no sugar alcohols and they're keto friendly. They're sugar free. Uh, let me just read to you. Basically, what's in here is water, non-GMO resistant dextrin, monk fruit, natural vanilla flavor. It's got a little bit of potassium sorbate in it to maintain freshness and citric acid. The two flavors that I have tried are the vanilla and the caramel. Literally, if you like a really kind of like vanilla-y sweet type of coffee, I would say for your regular pod, if you're going to run your Nespresso through it, this makes about a six ounce cup of coffee. And then I have my little milk frother that I use. So I'll add my milk frother milk in there about, I don't know, about half a cup of my oat milk or almond milk, whatever I'm using that particular day. And then I'll put one to two pumps of the syrup. If I'm in a sweet tooth mood and I want it desserty, almost, I'll do three, but these eliminate the need for you to have to buy creamers, whether they're non-dairy or those are expensive too. I mean, these creamers are out of control. They're crazy. So if I'm just using my homemade almond milk or my homemade oat milk, and I do one to two pumps of either the caramel syrup, or the vanilla syrup, it's really good. And it takes me about, I'd say a month to go through this. I will say I use these syrups when I am making my Ninja Creamy recipes because they are really, really yummy. They don't add a lot of carbs and sugar to the ingredients. My son is a type one diabetic, so if I can avoid excess sugar and carbs and get a ton of flavor from something that's fairly natural like this, I'm going to do it. So I'm interested in trying, they have a peppermint flavor. I don't know if they have chocolate. I don't think they do. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments if they do, but I want to try the peppermint. They're, they're really, really good. I've tried some different syrups. I tried the one, I think it's Jordan skinny syrups or something. I didn't really like them. I thought they had a kind of a weird aftertaste and uh, homie don't play that. I don't want I don't want aftertaste. You know, sometimes I say stuff like that. I say, homie, don't play that or whatever. And I know I really, really show my age. I'll say stuff like that around my 10 year old twins. And they'll be like, who? Homie, don't what? Homie, don't play? What are you talking about? But this uh, Gen Alpha, see, I don't know if they're Gen Z or they're Gen Alpha, whatever Gen they are. They have these catchphrases that are the weirdest darn things ever. They're talking about skibbity and riz and you're so skibbity and riz and I got riz and I'm just, I don't even understand what's happening. But yeah, so the Nespresso, great coffee really beautiful aesthetically pleasing on the countertop there's really there's beautiful colors it comes in red it comes in like a space gray it comes in a silver it comes in black i got the white the white was gorgeous so all in all low maintenance um great wonderful coffee like i said uh customer service was, was pretty good, especially when you have a middle-aged kind of crazy lady calling and just being like, I just want a refund. So yeah. So that is the Nespresso and then get yourself a really good coffee that you like. It, it can be a little bit more of a fancy schmancy coffee like this, or you can just get, you know, your Dunkin' Donuts or your McCafe or your Folgers or whatever ground, whatever you like, just put it in your pod that is refillable, get yourself a little refill kit that comes with your foils that you'll need to refill. It comes with your little container, it'll come with your scoop, it'll come with your little brush. I'll leave a link for it. So, yeah, instead of paying, you know, 30 something dollars for 7 of these you can just refill them. But I will say that even if you don't want to be a maniac like me and hack everything, I totally get it. You do not want to be bothered with having to refill this and it, it can be kind of a pain. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. At you know, once a week Once a week, I'm sitting in front of the TV with my kids with my little coffee refill kit spread out on a plastic tray, and I'm scooping, and I'm, you know, sealing it, and I'm doing my thing, and it takes about 25 minutes. I have about 12 of these that I have saved. And there, there are ones that are a little, a little bit bigger too. You can get ones that dispense, I think it's like 10 or 11 ounces or something. So if you want more, you can get a bigger one, but I just do this size because I basically do about six to seven ounces of the espresso. And then I'll do about, you know, like my half to a quarter of a cup of my oat milk and get it all frothy and yummy and that's my standard drink and I love it. And the syrup. So if you get yourself the syrup of your choice, these are the ones I love and using cooking, using my recipes, use it in my coffee. Chef's kiss. I love it. Okay. So what else do I want to talk about that I've been loving? Well, Y'all know that I'm Catholic. What I am doing this year for the second time is the Bible in a Year program with Father Mike Schmitz. I did it the first time through the Hallow Catholic Prayer app. This year I am doing it through the Ascension app. Ascension is the company that puts out the Bible that is meant to go with the Bible in a year uh, program. And this one is called the Great Adventure Bible by Ascension Press. These are all the little tabs that I have bought and Installed in my Bible. And if you are not familiar with the Great Adventure Bible, it is a Bible that helps you understand the Bible itself. If you've ever tried to tackle reading the Bible and you're sitting there and you're, okay, I'm going to start day one, Genesis chapter one, verse one, and go all through. People pretty much get to uh, Leviticus and Deuteronomy and they just shut off. Their brain can't handle it. It's just too much. Nothing seems to relate. You think you're reading a story about Abraham or Moses, and then you spend, you know, three books talking about Jewish law, and it's, it's crazy. So... What this Bible does and what Ascension Press has done, basically, is they have made this into the story of salvation history, God's love story with mankind. And what they do is they break up the Bible into different time periods. And these time periods weave the story of God's love for mankind and his plan for salvation for humankind. From the beginning all the way to the Messianic period when Jesus is walking the earth with his disciples and even after in the age of the church where we are now. I have something that I should pull from my a bookshelf here that will really, really demonstrate how wonderful and how accessible that the Great Adventure Program makes the Bible to you, especially if you've tried to tackle reading it before and it's been too hard. Okay, so this is the Bible timeline chart. This is a visual overview of salvation history. Everything is broken up and color-coded for you. So every period that you're reading about, has a different color. So the early world is turquoise. The patriarchs and the story of basically how God created his covenant with his people starting from Abraham is here. Then you've got Egypt and the exodus, the story of Moses, how he leads his people out of bondage, the desert wanderings, you've got the conquests and judges, and then you get into the royal kingdom of Israel, the divided kingdom. You go through the exile, the return to Jerusalem, the Maccabean revolt, and then you get gold, which is a messianic fulfillment when Jesus is born and comes to save mankind. And then now the spotless bride of Christ, the church period. So it's very, I don't want to say concise because the Bible is anything but concise. It's so expansive. But what this program does, Bible in a Year, is it walks you through each different color-coded period. Father Mike Schmitz, who is the host, he reads every day from the Bible. He will read from the salvation story. And then in addition, he will read from either the Psalms or the Proverbs, and he'll choose a pertinent book that goes with the story of salvation. And in addition to that, sometimes there'll be other supplemental books that will help and help make sense of what you've been reading. So it's not that you're reading from the Bible cover to cover, starting with Genesis all the way to Revelation. It's you read the story of salvation, you read things from the Old Testament, like the Proverbs and the Psalms, and then you also read other supplemental books that will help enrich your understanding of the story of what God is doing with his people, and it's all covered in 365 days. So what I like to do is pick a day or two or even three during the week where I can sit and maybe do two or three at a time. It gives me such enjoyment. It's such a good program. And then at the end of every program, there's about nine to 10 minutes of commentary from Father Mike, where he basically will just talk to you about what we've read for the day and how we can take those stories and relate them now to ourselves, to our own lives in the 21st century. So if you have always wanted to read the Bible, but you felt that it was too intimidating and you want to feel like you're going through it with other people and a community, you need to check out the Bible in a Year podcast. That podcast is fantastic. You can listen or you can watch and listen on YouTube. Ascension has their own channel here on YouTube where you can watch the video and read the words on the screen as well. I'll link that below, but... That has been another thing that I've been really enjoying. The podcast first came out in 2021. That's the first year that I did it, 2021. I only got to about day 85 or so, and then I kind of fell off and dropped off and didn't finish. So I fell off in 2021. 2022, I decided, okay, I'm really going to do it. I'm not gonna mess around. So I started January 1st, 2022 and did it It took me a little more than a year. It took me about a year and four months to get through the entire thing, but I did get through the entire thing. And now I am starting again. And like I said, make it easy for yourself. If you just want to do one a day and pick a time, do that. Or do it like I do it. Like on a day when you've got the attention span and you've got some time and you could knock out two or three at once, it's engaging. It's really good. So you're not going to be sitting there feeling like, Uh, I want to get through this. Like you're in school. No, it's not like that. Father Mike is the best because he's really engaging and he's fun to listen to. It's enriched my life immensely because you walk with God every single day and you remember his promises and how, they're relevant nowadays. I mean, you read about these stories about God's people from the very beginning and you realize how little has changed when it comes to human nature. People have always been running away from God and lying and stealing and cheating and doing all these things as a people, but he's so faithful. He just brings us back every single time. And every single day is an opportunity to be renewed in your faith once again. And you know i have a wonderful life absolutely i'm a homeschool mom and i get to be with them and i get to run an online business and there's so many things that i get to do and it's wonderful but it it can be very stressful too being in charge of their education and trying to do the other things that i'm doing and sometimes it's easy to fall into the i'm so stressed one that i'm you know let's just listen to the bible in a year and remember that we are called realize how privileged and how blessed we are to just be given life, right? To just be here and be able to work towards his his heavenly kingdom. Every day is a gift, every day, so I absolutely love it. Doing this, doing this really, really centers me and it's amazing. Those are two things that have changed my life, my coffee machine, but more importantly, my great adventure Bible podcast and Bible. I hope you had a good time watching my crazy ramblings and I will talk to you very, very soon. Keep listening to the podcast. I got some good stuff for you coming up. Love you all. Bye.